This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today, a short podcast. We This is the second in a series of two podcasts looking at language acquisition and development. Today, we're focusing on language learning and reading instruction. Now, our lexicon or mental lexicon is the term used for your mental store of words and the information about words. It's the dictionary in your head containing semantic information or meaning, syntactic information, how words are used, and word forms such as sounds and letter patterns. Your mental lexicon is highly organized around meaning. That means in your head, your neural networks, the words are organized and stored around words with similar meanings or associations. For example, the word cat is associated with other cat-related words. When you hear the word cat, your brain automatically activates neural connections with cat-related things such as paw or kitty or pet. Connections to non-cat-related things such as wrench are not activated. To illustrate, Let's imagine you're the subject in a psychology experiment. Here, you're showing the word cat and asked to click a button when cat-related words appear on a screen. Your response times are measured. You're then shown the word cat and asked to click a button when non-cat-related words appear on the screen. Your response times are again measured. The response time for cat-related words would be microseconds quicker than for non-cat-related words. This is because words stored more closely together in your neural networks are more readily accessed. This is a typical priming experiment. So you ask, what does this have to do with reading instruction? Again, words are organized and stored in our head around meaning. They're not stored around letter patterns. When you hear the word cat, you don't associate it with short A words or words that begin with the letter C. In beginning reading instruction, some letter sound or phonics instruction is necessary to enable students to recognize words in print that is to make connections between the squiggly shapes on the page, sounds, and the concept of cat in their heads. However, an overemphasis on phonics instruction can impede students' ability to recognize words and create meaning with print. That's because the focus is on letters and not on meaning. Expert readers use very few letter clues to recognize the words they're reading. They rely more on the top-down flow of information. Now, when you perceive words on the page, this information goes from your eyes to a part of your brain known as the thalamus. One of the functions of the thalamus is to act as a relay station, sending that incoming sensory information to the appropriate parts of the brain. When reading, sensory information taken in from the page goes to your eyeballs, to the thalamus, and then up to the cortex. 
this is exactly what happens when you're reading. But what you probably didn't know is that there's almost 10 times more information flowing from your cortex down to the thalamus than from your thalamus up to the cortex. There's a massive top-down flow of information whenever we encounter words on the page. We're using what's in our head to make sense of what's on the page. This top-down flow of information is evident in priming studies that show words that participants are that show that participants are able to recognize letters more quickly when they're found within real words than they can when they're found within nonsense words or random clusters of letters. We can also recognize words more quickly when they're found within sentences than we can when they're presented in isolation. Also, you will notice when you know a lot about a topic, you're able to read much faster and with much greater comprehension than you do when you read topics about which you know very little. This is all evidence of the top-down flow of information that takes place whenever we encounter words in text or any other context. This also points to the absurdity of some types of reading assessments, such as dibbles, that ask students to identify nonsense words and list of words in isolation. These types of tasks have little to do with creating meaning with print, and that's what reading is, creating meaning with print. Since these words are removed from any meaningful context, students are not able to use background information, semantics, which is the context of the sentence, syntax, which is grammar or word order. Instead, they're just responding to stimuli. Now, I want to illustrate this top-down flow of information. I'm going to read a sentence as fast as I can, and listen to me. Context man in word the use can we and definitions own are generate can we dimensions all in word the understanding fully we level high the at. Okay, you got that? You got that? All right. You most likely, you notice I read it in a very choppy and stilted manner and there are spaces between each word. I'm pretty fast at this because I know the sentence, but if you were to read it, you'd sound very much like a struggling reader. Your eyeballs would focus only on one or two words at a time. They didn't move in a, slew, a smooth line. They didn't skip any words. Now, I'm going to read the exact same words. Listen to this. At the highest level, we fully understand the word in all dimensions, we can generate our own definitions, and we can use the words in many contexts. Now, the sentence I read contained the exact same words as the first one. The only difference is that they were put in reverse order. The first one is meaningless. There was no top-down flow of information. I was deprived of the ability to use semantic and syntactic clues that would have enabled me to read smoothly. With the second one, I was able to use the information in my head. The sentence made sense. I was able to read the words in a smooth flow 
with no hesitation. My eyeballs skimmed over the sentence. I fixated maybe on two or three words. These are all the things that happen when someone is reading for meaning instead of simply sounding out words. Reading is not sounding out words. It's creating meaning with print. This has been the Reading Instruction Show. We looked at language learning and reading instruction.